This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome back to Blues Focus and welcome back to our series In Focus where we chat to an opposition fan about our upcoming fixture with them. Today I'm joined by Mike from the Voices of the, uh, Voices of the Vic podcast. How are you, Mike? Yeah, I'm very well. Thanks for having me on. No worries at all. Well, Blues host Watford tomorrow um, and I just wanted to get your thoughts on on what your expectations were for this season, really. Yeah, um, it might surprise a few to to hear that. I, I, I don't think it's just myself, but I, I don't think many Watford fans, as nice as it would be, are expecting to go straight back up. You know, we're at a bit of a, a different stage at the moment with, with the club. We've had a bit of a rebuild. Okay. We've had a lot of outgoings. We've had some incomings as well. Obviously, the appointment of Rob Edwards as coach, that style of appointment is different to what we've seen before. And we're led to believe that he's going to be given more of a chance. Um, you know, Watford are known for being trigger happy and what whatnot. But we're led to believe that he's going to be given a project to build. So if he does go through a rough patch, loses three on the bounce, four on the bounce, whatever, we, we'd like to think that the, the, the owners are still going to stick by him. And so far, it's just been... So refreshing to have a manager in that's young, enthusiastic, positive, because the last two managers we've had have been the oldest managers out there in Claudio Ranieri and Roy Hodgson. So it's so different. But I think we're just expecting to have a, have a solid season. Like I say, if we, if we can get up, then happy days. But we need to make sure if we are to go back up, we're ready for it and we recruit right, because that's been our downfall the last two times we've been promoted. We've not recruited for it at all, and uh, it shot us in the foot. So, yeah, um, I've personally gone for us to finish fifth, I think, right. in my prediction table. Wow. Um, so I would take the playoffs. If you offered me the playoffs, I'd start my hand off. Really? So I thought as, as, as you came back down that you were going to go straight back up, and I thought your your front three was one of the scariest um, looking coming down with with uh, Pedro, Dennis and Saar, but... Is, is Dennis gone now? Is he, is he going? What's what's happened with that? Yeah, Dennis has gone to, to Nottingham Forest now, which is a blow, of course, to lose a player of that pedigree. He was never going to stay with us in the Championship. You know, he, he was brilliant for us last season and he was the main reason that we, 
we scored the goals that we did. We, we scored very few goals, but the, the goals that we did was was a big thanks to him. Uh, made a totally profit on him as well. We bought him for three million, and I think Forrest's bought him for twenty million. So seventeen million profit off a player that we've used for one season is not bad at all. And then tonight we've rejected an offer of twenty million for João Pedro. I don't expect him to be sold. The club rate him highly, and I think he's. I'm not just saying this, but I think he's going to go far as well. So yeah, uh, let's hope Newcastle don't keep coming back with bids because um, you know if they start creeping that price up, then the owners are, are going to have no choice but to accept it. But I think we'll keep hold of Pedro. But still, a brilliant from from free to have. You know, Pedro Sar both done it at this league before. Yeah, a player who you guys will be aware of as well. We've just added. Keenan Davies to the ranks. Oh, I'm yeah. sure he'll be up for it tomorrow night. But, I'm uh, sure he'll score against us tomorrow. But we'll have a Villa <laughs> Loney score against us for Cardiff. It, it, so they love it, it against it. us. Yeah. Hopefully so, yeah, no, we, we attacking wise, we, we are, you know, very blessed in that sense. Um, but we've we've not exactly scored a, a massive influx of goals so far. I know we're only yeah, three no. games in, but yeah, um, you know, attacking wise, we, we seem set, to be honest. Well, I was going to come on to the fact you haven't scored many goals attacking. I've I've thought that you've looked good. I mean, we've seen the quality from Saar with that ridiculous goal against the back end, haven't we? I mean, what what were your thoughts when that went in? I think it highlights that the quality we have, we were crap against the baggies. The the baggies, they they would have been fuming that they didn't win that game. It was between Daniel Backman and Joe Pedro that sort of saved our bacon in that game. And it just shows that you don't necessarily have to be a good footballing side or be consistent throughout to get points. A moment of brilliance from an absolutely superb player in this league. Like you say, he saw David Button off his line and thought, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bag this. And he had the ability to do so. So that's what players like Sark can pull out the bag. And that's what you need when you you're perhaps a new team getting used to the new tactics, a new way of playing. If it's not quite clicking yet, which we haven't you know, we, we, we started well against Sheffield United. I think we, we played well throughout. The baggies were rubbish. Yeah. Um, Burnley, even though they had the majority of the possession, they didn't exactly do anything with it. No. So we, we had to concede, I think we had like 36% possession in that game and still won 1-0. So the fact is, if you've got a player that can produce moments of magic like that, you don't necessarily have to play well. Uh, so that, that was very much in our favour. Well, going back to that Burnley game, and, and I think that could be a even though we're three games in, you're one of only two sides unbeaten, and beating a playoff rival that like that could be a pivotal moment in the season. Um, how, well, how did that feel once you beat them? Did you did you did your hope grow a little bit more? Yeah, um, you know, we we were dealt a real duff hand when we come back down the first three games, being Sheffield United, West Brom, and Burnley. Like I was like, welcome back to the Championship. But I suppose it gets them out of the way early doors. Um, and, you know, to come out of those games with seven points and not having lost, we'd have snapped your hands off at seven points from those three games. And yet that Burnley game, you know, many neutrals might have watched that and thought, well, Watford aren't having much of the ball here. To be honest, I'm sure any football fan will say, you don't care how much of the ball you have, it's the result that matters. And I think what I like as well is we've not yet seen a complete performance from Watford. We've not seen a performance where we've sat back and been like, wow, we were epic there, but yet we've still won twice and drawn. So the fact that we're not quite where we want to be yet and still picking up results 
of course, you know, that's going to delight us. And hopefully when we are the finished article, like I say, we've got a few new players through the door. Once everything's clicked and once the transfer window's over and players that are gone are gone and players that are coming in are in, then, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to see us as a finished article, if you like. But yeah, it does give us a bit of hope that we can play that well um, and still come out with seven points. So you've got a new manager, as have we, in John Eustace. Um, you've got Rob Edwards, who came from two divisions below, wasn't it, from Forest Green. Um, what's the reception been like for him so far? How, how's his style of play fitted into the Watford way? Yeah, we, we wanted a manager, a young, enthusiastic manager that plays attacking football. And from what we've seen in pre-season, his interviews are refreshing and you can tell what he's trying to do. But, you know... We need to give him time, you know, we, like I've said a minute ago, performances haven't been 100%, you know, brilliant and the finished article, but that comes with time. So the fact that we're so early in the season and we, we're starting to see what he's trying to implement is, is massive for us. And he, he wants to bring an attacking style of football. He wants to be dominant with the ball as well. Like I says, that's not been the case as of yet. Uh, but so it, it will come once the players are through that he wants it, it will all click and we're looking forward to it. But it's his enthusiasm and having a, someone that can actually coach the younger players as well, because he's got loads of experience with youth football. So to have an influx of younger players come through, which we've not had for a while, and to have a manager that can actually coach them now as opposed to just manage them, it, it's it's a massive step forward in the, in the, the club's direction. So I hope we stick with him for a few years, because as you say, a big jump from winning the League Two title to the Championship, one of the favourites to go back up. It's a massive step up, but he seems to be taking it in his stride at the moment. So, yeah, long may it continue. Well, best, best of luck to him. And, and, and I'm, for one, sure that I think he will take it back up. And uh, for your sake, probably, let's hope so. <laughs> I'd like to move on to someone who... Well, was a Blues legend before even playing for us and he's definitely considered a Watford legend and almost a commentary legend from that uh, commentary line from you against uh, against Leicester, was it, in the playoffs? Yeah. Troy Deeney. Now, he is someone that has been getting a bit of stick from our fans. Obviously, he's older so than with you. Um, I think he's someone that puts himself about well and, and he's a nuisance for defenders no matter what his age is. But he's getting some stick for, for not scoring as many goals. And he hasn't really for the past eight years, if you look at it. And I just wanted to ask, what was he like with you? Did you see him as an out-and-out goal scorer? Or what sort of a player was he and, and where were his qualities? 100% you did uh, in his younger days. You know, we, we saw him as a player that we spent 250 grand on. You know, Elton John held a concert at Vicarage Road and a lot of that money went towards signing this young lad from Warsaw that we'd never heard of and... Obviously, the, the whole stuff with prison come about. We, he come out and people yeah. were like, we don't want him playing for the club. He come out and had his, one of his best seasons. And look, he scored 20-plus goals three seasons in a row for Watford. So you don't do that if you're a crap player. And yeah. I know he's getting a lot of stick from Blues fans, as, as you can probably tell from my accent sticking out like a sore thumb. I'm from Birmingham myself, so yeah. I've got a lot of mates who are Blue Noses. And they've all said, you know, I'll, I'll drive him back to Watford if you want him and all this. But... The, Honestly, his his work rate that he puts in, you know, he, he's not getting any younger, and he's had his injuries. That's going to hamper him. One hundred percent, it is. He's not going to have the same pace. But he was one of these. He was an old-fashioned Championship striker and an old-style target man. He, he bullied his defence, and you know, he, he he chipped in with goals as well. So he was he was a legend for us. I, I could do a whole 
sort of show on its own about how influential Troy was for us. And without Troy, we uh, we wouldn't have had the memories that we've had uh, at Watford over the last few years. And we miss him. It's going to be really weird on um, on shoot, uh, tomorrow night, sorry, to see him lining up against us. You know, we, we thought maybe that would happen in a testimonial. But to see it actually happening in, in, in a league game, it's going to be so odd. Um, and, and not forgetting as well, John Eustace in the opposite dugout, yeah. he was he's he's known as someone a bit of a cult hero, a legend, if you like, at Watford. He was uh Watford captain for, for a few years and another one that wore his heart on his sleeve, give everything that he had, p- passionate performances. Um he was actually in talks to become the new Watford manager before Rob Edwards. Yeah. But I don't think they could agree personal terms. I think that's possibly what it was. Um so, I mean, you'll find out in my score prediction, but you can see why I'm feeling a little bit hasty about tomorrow. That might shock you guys listening. But, um, yeah, no, Troy's a legend. And it's not nice to see the, the, the stick he's getting at the moment from the Blues fans because, look, I've, I've never said a bad word about Troy. I mean, it's easy for someone to say that as, you know, but honestly, Troy's been a, a hero of mine. Obviously, I grew up in Birmingham and so did Troy. And to have someone from your hometown captain your club like that and take you to places that you've never been before, FA Cup final, two FA Cup semi-finals, promotion a couple of times. So to have someone, a Brummie, doing that for a, your, your, your team, it, it's been great. And I've never had a bad word to say about him, but it does look like he, he is perhaps coming to the end of his career. And uh, you can sort of see that in the way that he plays. He's not got that break of pace that he did. He'd still be an absolute machine. I wouldn't like to come up against him if I was a defender. So no. I'm sure our centre-backs will have their work cut out tomorrow night. But um, yeah, it, it is a little bit disappointing to see him get the stick that he's getting because all in all, he's, he's an absolute top-round, you know, top guy uh, on and off the pitch as well. Well, I will, I will be. I'll, I'll hastily add. I don't think it is all Blues fans, to be fair. But there are the, there are the few, there are the sections, and I, for one, am one that thinks that not only I still think he has got something to add to this squad and something to give, but I think he's someone that the whole squad can galvanise around and, and someone that can get everyone going and someone to look up to in that squad. Absolutely, and um, he's very key with the young players as yes. well. You know, you don't see this, and exactly. I, I'm the the only. Bug bears I've had his your shirt behind you. That that was really weird when when he first signed to see Deeney 36. Like we've known him as Deeney nine all his time at Watford. And you know, he's number eight this season. Oh, I, I don't I like that. That's it. That's the one thing I'm not sure I, I agree yeah, on. I, 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 I put it out right. on Twitter and I was led to believe that it, it might be to do with Trevor Francis being the number eight. So they've yeah. sort of tried to send him down the same sort of line of that. But yeah, they're the only two bug bears I've got. Number 36 and number eight next to Troy's name that doesn't look right to me. Well, I heard, I've heard a couple of rumours about 36 that uh, it was three and six make nine and then yeah, three and yeah. six were his kids' ages or something. But I, yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm a bigger fan of 36 than eight, I must say. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on to the points that we're all here to listen to. How do you think Watford are going to fare at St Andrews tomorrow? And, and, and can you give Blues anything and be honest? <laughs> Uh, mate, I'll be I'll be as honest as you want, and this this will shock you and your listeners, and probably shock a few Watford fans if they're watching. I'm fearing the worst, mate. I really am. I've watched Watford for twenty odd years. I know us full well that we don't do things the easy way. <laughs> I mentioned earlier we've 
We've had the toughest start that I can imagine to a season. I can remember to a season, sorry. Sheffield United at home, West Brom away and Burnley at home. We've come through them unscathed. We go into Birmingham, who you guys will probably acknowledge that you you want to stay up this season. That's your aim. And yeah. you've not, I know you've you only lost your first game against Cardiff, but a lot of people will say that, you know, you, you, you're perhaps not one of the strongest teams. Watford don't do things the easy way. We will go to St Andrews and we will struggle. And I think the added pressure as well, this might just be me being a bit silly, but I think the fact that John Eustace is your manager yeah. and the fact that Troy is playing against us. One thing I always remembered with Troy is, and this came true a bit more towards the end of his career when he couldn't put it in as such for the duration of the season, he would get himself G'd up for certain games. He loved playing his record against Bournemouth. If you look at his goals that he scored against Bournemouth, the stats are incredible. <laughs> if you look at his games against Villa, his goal to game yeah. ratio is incredible. Always enjoyed that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Leicester as well, I think, are another one who he, he likes scoring against. Yeah. He's been on a couple of Watford podcasts since he left and he said that he knows there were people towards the end of his career at Watford that didn't rate him and give him stick, even when he was at the club. He'll want to prove him wrong, and I don't blame him. So knowing Deeney's record against his, his, those other clubs and how you think he's going to fare against Watford, uh, what do you think the score's going to be? I think it's going to be a scrappy game. I, I think you boys might even nick it maybe 1-0. Um, it, it, like I say, we've not dominated the game yet, and we're away, and, you know... I just, I think you boys will nick it 1-0, unfortunately. Um, you know, I seem to remember going to St Andrews, your first home game under Gary Rowett. Yeah. Uh, and that, honestly, St Andrews was rocking that night. I will always sit in the away end and it was just so intimidating. I can't imagine what it would have felt like for those players on the pitch. That was a year we went up as well. So, you know, if it... It depends if you boys get behind you, your lads and make it a bit intimidating. Troy will be up for it. Eustace will be up for it. Um, and I know a couple of your other boys are, are sort of playing well. I know that um, the lad from Huddersfield that you got, I can't remember his name. Okay, yeah, uh, he's been playing very well recently. You've got a couple of young lads that are coming through which are playing well. So, you know... I. I I, I'm, I'm going to go with 1-0 to Blues and that really will shock a few few fans, Watford and Blues. Uh, but I just, I've got a horrible feeling that it's just going to be Troy's night, basically. Well, I don't know whether it's because we're, we're being polite to each other and, and <laughs> we want our other team to do so well, but I've gone the other way. And I just I just can't, I can't see a world where our midfield doesn't get overrun by yours and, and your strikers aren't as strong. So... It's with it. I think I think there's going to be goals. I think it's probably going to be two one three one. I think we will grab one, but I don't think it'll be enough to to rattle Watford. Um, and I am usually an optimist, but Cardiff was dross, and I'm still not quite sure what to make from this blue side. So, you know, I'm I'm I, oh, not sure. <laughs> I'll go the other way. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say two one. Thank you, everyone, for watching. And thank you, Mike, for joining me today. Uh, I wish you all the best for the rest of your season, but hopefully it doesn't go too well tomorrow. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on. And, and likewise, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very nervous. I'll be there and I'll be uh, I'll be the one holding me on my seat for the 90 minutes. All right, well, thank you, everyone, for watching. See you later. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share box ready to go. Your mates are already booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.